A quick note before you dive into today's episode. While I will always be an advocate for multi-passionates embracing their talents as a gift, not a burden, I have decided that I'm no longer going to run a business with that as the goal. Please note that as you listen to any episodes, any of the offers that I have expressed, especially my coaching program, which I've talked about in many episodes, those are no longer relevant as my business is closing. If you'd like to stay connected, come and find me on LinkedIn. The link will be added across the show notes in all episodes. Be well. So my experience has been that I had to defend myself and get kind of scrappy and say, well, that's not what I want to do. And then it felt like I was being defiant and then it became really tense and then I didn't want to go to the calls. And it was this whole snowball that could have been avoided if I would have just looked for a coach who identified as multi-passionate, read the testimonials a little bit more closely, or sent an email and just said, hey, listen, here's who I am. Do you work with people like me? Welcome to the Multi-Passionate Mastery Podcast, the podcast where creatives come to embrace their talents as a gift, not a burden. I'm your host, Deanna Joy. Together, we'll explore how to finally make friends with focus, ditching overwhelm and idea fatigue once and for all, and how to be unapologetic about who you are as a multi-passionate. But I'm not just going to pump you up with a bunch of empowerment content. I'm going to give you tools and practices that you can implement starting today. It's time to unlock your multi-passionate mastery. Let's begin. This episode is brought to you by Thrive Guide, my free 10-part digital magazine delivered straight to your inbox every month. Inside of each beautifully designed issue, you'll find articles, interactive worksheets, inspiring case studies, and so much more, all with the goal of helping you thrive as a multi-passionate creative. Click the link down in our show notes to subscribe and get your first issue of Thrive Guide today. Welcome back to the show. If this is your first time here, I'm so excited that you found Multi-Passionate Mastery. And if you're returning, thanks for coming back. We're going to be continuing with our coaching series today. We're right in the middle of this series. And so far, we've talked about three signs to tell if it's time to hire a life coach and what a coach is, what that even looks like. And then we also discussed the difference between group coaching and one-on-one coaching experiences and what might be best for you. And you got to hear from one of my coaching clients, Chanel, about what it's like to work with me as her coach. Today, we need to talk about something really important, and that is when you are looking for a coach and you're a multi-passionate person, how do you find a coach that's going to understand you and be a good fit for you? Speaking from personal experience, I can tell you that not all coaching containers are created equal. It's really important that you find a coach who understands you as a multi-passionate so that you don't end up defending yourself and fighting just to be who you are when you're inside of that coaching container. I'm going to give you three ways that you can go about sort of fielding whether or not a coach is right for you as a multi-passionate. The first one is kind of obvious, and that is find a coach who's multi-passionate themselves. If you're listening to this podcast, then you might know that I am a life coach for multi-passionates and One of the reasons I became a coach was because it was really hard for me to find someone who understood me in the coaching space. So I wanted to provide that for someone else so that they wouldn't have to struggle like I did. 
I'm not the only multi-passionate in the coaching industry. There are others. So you can find someone who identifies as a multi-passionate. And I mean, I know this is kind of obvious, but that's the most surefire way to know that you're in a space where you're going to be understood. If the coach themselves identifies as multi-passionate, then when you bring them more than one idea, when you bring them another idea that you didn't have the week before, they're more than likely not going to roll their eyes past you to the side and say, oh, you're all over the place. We're not going to talk about that today. They're going to be able to empathize with you and go, oh, yeah, I know how you feel. You have ideas all the time, right? Okay, let's see what we can do about this. And that's a really different experience from someone who maybe does not identify as multi-passionate and thinks of all your ideas as being super distracting. You can imagine that that's going to create a different experience inside of the coaching container. So if you happen across a coach who introduces themselves with that title, hey, I'm multi-passionate or I coach multi-passionate, that's going to be your number one criteria. And that's a great sign that you're in the right hands when you're looking for a coach as a fellow multi-passionate yourself. The next thing that you can do in terms of finding a coach who's right for you as a multi-passionate is read testimonials. Most coaches have some kind of program page where you can look at testimonials that their clients have left. What I suggest here is as you're looking at testimonials from a coach's clients, try to read between the lines a little bit and just feel into whether or not you can identify with some of the people's testimonials. Do you see yourself in them at all? Now, this is not as much of a sure thing as the first tip, which is finding a coach who's multi-passionate themselves. That is like 100%, you're gonna be good to go. When you look at testimonials, you almost wanna pick up on the vibe. Are they exuding a lot more confidence? What are the qualities that have been developed? If you're hearing things that don't sound like anything you would relate to, that is giving you some information about the coach. For example, I would love for you to take a listen to my client's testimonial, Shelby Lewis. She's currently inside of my program and she left a testimonial when I asked the question, why did you decide to work with a multi-passionate coach versus a traditional business coach? I'm gonna push play on this for you and as you listen, practice this in real time. I want you to think to yourself, is there anything about Shelby's testimonial that I can relate to? Do I see any part of myself in what she has to say? Take a listen. Hi, I'm Shelby, and I chose to work with a multi-passionate coach over a traditional coach because I'd had a lot of traditional coaches and gotten very far with them. But a multi-passionate coach, even just having that phrase um, that one is a multi-passionate, it was so freeing and empowering. And then to have not only someone who understands multi-passionates, but is one themselves. <laughs> um, it just feels like I'm talking to someone who certainly doesn't judge me for having multiple passions um, and interests and not just business ventures, but also just curiosities of myself as a person. And that all of that makes me more beautiful, more unique, more exciting to work with rather than confusing or off-putting or um, things that maybe people didn't even feel but I felt for myself that I should be more focused because now it's just so obvious to me that my variety of passions is what makes me the best so yeah I would highly recommend it to anyone 
who wants that permission and that empowerment for exploring every single thing they want to explore. So I hope that that gives you an idea of how you can use testimonials to figure out whether or not a coach is right for you. Again, be prepared to read between the lines. This is not a foolproof method. The last tip is a little bit more of a sure thing. And it's kind of obvious, but it needs to be said. Reach out to the coach and ask them, hey, how have you supported your multi-passionate clients? Do you work with multi-passionate clients? Or I'm multi-passionate and I just want to make sure that this is going to be the right environment for me. A coach who is rooted in authenticity is not going to lie to you. They're going to be honest with you. They might say, multi-passionate, I don't know what that is. That's kind of a red flag in this case, right? Or they might say, well, with my multi-passionate clients, I help them niche down. I help them narrow down. And if that's not something that feels good and expansive for you, that might not be the correct coach for you, right? Or they might say, well, I had a few multi-passionate clients, but that's not really something that I focus on. We're going to give this coach the benefit of the doubt that they're going to give you an honest answer when you inquire. But I talked to a few of my friends in the coaching industry and I actually asked them, has anyone reached out to you and said, hey, I'm multi-passionate. Do you help folks like me? And they said, yes, that they get emails like that frequently. So I want to empower you to make the ask first. If you're going to take time to read the sales page, you're going to take time to look at testimonials, you're going to get your coins together to make this investment Empower yourself to ask any questions that you need to feel really good and safe in that container as a multi-passionate. Again, I want to stress that this is important because when you step into a coaching experience, it is somewhat of a vulnerable space to be in. You are opening yourself up to receiving advice. You're opening yourself up to sharing parts of yourself. And when you have a coach who doesn't understand the multi-passionate experience, they can do a little bit of harm and not even realize it. They could just say something like, well, all of this sounds good, but you need to pick one. And for them, they feel that they're giving you great advice, but they don't realize that they're bypassing the fact that choosing one thing goes against your nature. And it requires a more holistic approach before you can ever even get there, right? And so my experience has been that I had to defend myself and get kind of scrappy inside of some of these coaching experiences and say, well, that's not what I want to do. And then it felt like I was being defiant and then it became really tense and then I didn't want to go to the calls. And it was this whole snowball that could have been avoided if I would have just looked for a coach who identified as multi-passionate, read the testimonials a little bit more closely or sent an email and just said, hey, listen, here's who I am. Do you work with people like me? So Make sure that you follow these tips so that you don't get stuck in a coaching container that isn't a good fit for you. And I'm going to shamelessly plug myself because I am a life coach for multi-passionates. So if you've been looking for a coach who understands you, who isn't going to throw you under the bus, who isn't going to tell you that your passions are distracting and that being multi-passionate is an excuse, you have found her. She is right here. I'm here. And I would love to invite you into my coaching experience, Prioritize and Thrive. It's the only way to work with me as your coach. And it's a wonderful group program full of fellow multi-passionates. So you not only get coaching from a multi-passionate, but you step into a community of multi-passionates who are right there cheering you on. So I hope those tips are helpful. 
Now, up until this point in our coaching series, I've been asking you to submit your questions that you might have about working with a coach. But today I have a new ask. I would also love to hear your stories. Have you been working with a coach or have you ever worked with a coach and you just felt like something was off? Or did you have an experience with a coach that you wish was different? I want to be an ear for you. I won't play it out loud on the podcast or anything like that, but I would love to hear from you because I think that will also help me to understand where I maybe can give a little bit more insight into the coaching industry, especially being a coach for multi-passionate. So feel free to click the link down in our show notes and either ask a question about coaching or tell me about a coaching experience that you had as a multi-passionate for better or for worse. All right. Thanks for tuning in and I'll see you in the next episode.